Today's daf is Yuvomis daf Kuf Chof Aleph, and we are 11 lines from the top of daf Kuf Chof Aleph, Amid Aleph, the Mishnah. Today's daf is being learned as a schus refu shalema, Fachayim Elazar, Ben Rachel Leia, Avadia Ben Miriam Leia, Moshe Abba Ben Devora, Devora Bas Mechel, Shmu Ben Tehila, Baruch Ben Rachel, Malka Miriam Bas Esther, Sar Nechama Bas Rus Malka, Miriam Bas Rivka, Chayim Oren Ben Aviva Orli, Mordechai Tzvi Ben Malka HaKoyen, and Sipra Basleya and Esther Krangel Bas Devora. Today's is also being learned. Le'ilu Nishmas, Leya Gittel Bas Yibodel Chaim Toivim, Reb Shol, and Le'ilu Nishmas Shlomo Ben Yibodel Chaim Toivim, Reb Chaim Doiv. So we're at the very, very end of Masachtis Yavamis, the second to last daf of the Masachta, technically the last whole daf of the Masechta, and we're going to continue to discuss the halachos of Isha Shaholach Sayam, the sugyos of Agunos, from when we began the sugya, Madura Tinyana, with Perak Isha Shalom, we immediately referenced a Gemara that we're going to get to, the Gemara that maybe more than any other defines the sugyos of Agunos. It's the sugya of Mayim She'en Lahem Saif, that sugi begins with a Mishnah, and it's the Mishnah that today's daf is going to begin with. If Adam come and say that they saw a man fall into a body of water, and he was drowning, whether this body of water is mayim she'yesh lem soif, or whether this body of water is mayim she'en lem soif. The halach is ishtoy asura. We don't assume that the person drowned. Rather, we are optimistic and hopeful that maybe this person made it out alive. As a result, it's not good edus to be matter his wife so that she should be able to get married. Um, Rameyer said, said there was a story with a person that fell into a a very large ditch and there was water there. And everyone assumed he drowned, yet this person emerged after three days. This is a raya that just because a person falls into a body of water and he hasn't been heard from, he didn't emerge, it doesn't necessarily mean that the person is not alive. Vaharaya said, Rameyer, there was a Maisejaya, Kachaya, that a person was living underwater for three days. Um, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi said, Maisej, there was a story of Suma, with a Suma, Shiyar Litfal B'Ma'ara, he went to be Toivol in a Ma'ara. He was a Suma, and he got lost under the water, so to speak, so the person that was helping him, the person that was being malava him, he went into the water to get him. And what happened was the Summa and this person that was with him, they both ended up being underwater for an amount of time that ordinarily you would assume the person would die. And based on that, they allowed their wives to get married. There was another story that took place in Asiya. This was a person additionally that had ended up in a yam and they couldn't find his body. And finally, they were able to get something out of the water. However, all they got was his regal. If the 
foot was severed from the knee and above, that means the person for sure died, and as a result, his wife would be free to get married. If, however, the knee was severed from beneath the Arkuva, then the Allah is loitinase, she would not be able to get married. What do you see from this last story? You see that this, in and of itself, that the person had been in a body of water and didn't emerge, didn't necessarily mean that his wife was going to be mutter. The thing that would be mater was the fact that they found the foot, if it was severed, min Arkuva lamayla, that was already a sign that this person had presumably died, but that in and of itself, that he had been in a body of water, that would not have meant anything. Regardless, the Mishnah is discussing a person that's drowning in water. It began with a halacha that states, whether the water is mayim sheyesh lem soif, or whether the water is mayim she'en lem soif, which the Gemara is going to clarify what exactly that means. The halacha is ishtay asura. So it doesn't matter if it's mayim sheyesh lem soif, mayim she'en lem soif. Either way, this person's wife is going to be awesome because we can assume that maybe this person is alive. And then the Gemara told a whole bunch of stories. So the Gemara now is going to bring a b'risa that's going to elaborate on some of the mices of the Mishnah. What we're going to see is that really there was a major machloikis tanoim how to understand the Salacha. Then the Gemara is going to bring some more stories. Some of them are classic, Shabbat classic. So this next Omid Gemara is, is, is a Gemara that requires an asterisk in terms of some of the Yisoydes Fosligendah. Tanu Rabban and Abraiz. Enough of the Mayim. If somebody fell into water, it doesn't matter if the Mayim is Mayim Sheyesh Lamsoyv or if the Mayim is Mayim Sheyesh Lamsoyv, which we still haven't defined. Either way, this person's wife is Gidbi Asadivirameh. They said Mayim Sheyesh Lamsoyv Ishtemuteres. In the event that the Mayim is Mayim Sheyesh Lamsoyv, then the person's wife is going to be mother. We assume the person drowned. If, however, it's then his wife is going to be Asr. So we have a machlokes tanoim now. What the halach is if a person is nafal lemayim she yesh lohem soif? According to Rameir, which is the Tan of the Mishnah, the halach is ishtay asura. According to the Chachamim, if it's mayim she yesh lohem soif, ishtay muteres. It's only mayim she ain lohem soif that ishtay is asura. So the Gemara asks, Hey dami mayim she yesh lohem soif. What is the definition of mayim she lohem soif? Amar Abayah, Abayah said, Kol sha'oymed. If a person was standing, veraya, and he was looking, me'arba ruchaysav to the four sides, he would be able to see the soif, the end of this body of water, that would be Mayim Shiyeshlam Soif. However, if a person is Vayaris called Kikara Yarde, he looks to the right, to the left, to the front, to the back, and it's a body of water that's so large that he can't see to the other side. In that instance, it would be known as Mayim Shiyeshlam Soif. Now, what's the difference? Mayim Shiyeshlam Soif, we assume that if the person went underwater, the only way he survived is if he somehow emerged from the water. Now you could see the entire body of water. It's Mayim Sheyesh Lohem Saif. If you didn't see him, then you can say, hey, this, that the person obviously drowned and he's not alive. If, however, it's Mayim She'en Lohem Saif, so you don't know that he didn't emerge from some other corner of this body of water because you can't see that far. So Mayim Sheyesh Lohem Saif, where you can see the entire body of water, according to the Chachamim, is Ishtoy Muteres. You assume that the person for sure drowned. Because if he emerged, how come you don't see him? However, Mayim She'en Lem Soif, where it's not possible for you to see what's going on on the other side of the water, we assume that maybe the person did survive, and as a result, Allah is going to be Ishtoy Asura. Now, Rameir argued. Rameir said that even Mayim She'yesh Lem Soif Ishtoy Asura. 
What's Pshat and Rameir? So Rameir already explained himself in the Mishnah. Rameir told the story. There was a Maeser Shoyakachai where a person lived underwater for three days. So Rameir holds that it's possible for a person to survive underwater. So you're assuming that the person's not alive. Why? Because he didn't emerge from the water. Rameir holds that it's possible for a person to live underwater. Tomorrow's going to clarify the position of Rameir soon. But it is possible mimitzias, and as a result, even if a person was not a lemaim, sheyesh lemsayif, talachis ishta is going to be asa zoktigmar. Who gathered there was a person, the tova ba'agma da samki. He drowned in the agam, in the swamp of samki. Ansava rab sheyla lidavisu. And rab sheyla allowed his wife to get married. Now, agma da samki was mayim she'ein lahem soif. So rab sheyla was matter, a woman to get married, whose husband was drowning in Mayim Shein Lam So Rav told Shmuel, Shmuel, I think we should go together and we should put Rav Sheil in Cheir. Why? He violated the most basic halacha. He was matter and Eishas Ish Shuk, a woman whose husband was drowning in Mayim Shein Lam and everyone knows the halacha. Mayim Shein Lam Saif, Ishtayasura. that's ready Machloikis. But Mayim Shein Lam Saif, for sure, Ishtayasura. So Rav tells Shmuel, let's go put him into Chem. So Shmuel told Rav, Nishalach Leberesha. I think we, before we put him into Cherem, the right thing to do would be to question him. Meaning, let's find out exactly what happened before we jump to conclusions and assume that he for sure did something wrong. Shokhulos, it sent in the following telegram. Tell me. What's the halacha? The person's wife is Asura Mutter. Shalachu, he told him, Oh, I know the halacha. The Agma de Samki. This body of water, Agma de Samki, tell me, was it Maim Sheyesh Lam Saif or Maim Sheyin Lam Saif? Shalach Louis told him, it's easy, look, it's Maim Sheyin Lam Saifu. So then they had the follow-up question. They're setting him up. They said, Umar, Maim Toyma Avadachi. So if that's the case, if you acknowledge that this is Maim Sheyin Lam Saif, and you know the halach about Maim Sheyin Lam Saif, so why is it that you paskin the way you paskin? Why do you allow this woman to get married? L'chayra, Maim Sheyin Lam Saif, Ishtay Asura. So he told him, Mita Toyina, I have to be honest with you, I made a mistake. And I know I made a mistake. But there was a toss. I know, Savri, I thought, even the Kavu Vakaimi, being that the water in Agma de Samki is very still, I assume that maybe it's like Mayim She'en Lahem Saif. Meaning, maybe the whole idea of Mayim She'en Lahem Saif, where you assume that maybe the person emerged on the other side of the body of water, it's only if this is an aggressive body of water, the water is flowing, it's moving. So therefore, you assume that maybe the person somehow made it out. But this water is... Kavu v'kaimi, and therefore I assume that's kamayim shein lam soif. But I realize kimen ekagali there are waves, and therefore emagali ashblud. There's always a possibility that one of the waves may have taken him and brought him to the other side. So when Rav and Shmuel heard that this was a yid who was very sensitive to halacha, he did his proper diligence. He understood that Agman the Samki was really mayim shein lam soif. He wasn't frivolously going keneged a sif cotton and shulchan aruch a mishnah no less but rather this was a yid who had made a cheshbin and based on the cheshbin that he made he wanted to be matted this woman so they realized that there's no reason to put him into cheirim and they they went back so the Gemara says that after the story happened Kari Shmuel allowed the Rav Shmuel told Rav Rav it's in your schos it's in your schos that we didn't put him into cheirim because the Pasuk says Lo Shem protects the tzaddikim and you were going to put him in cheirim and had you put him in cheirim it would have been an unlawful cheirim which means you would have done something wrong and the Ebishter was protecting you Rav and that's why this happened incidentally it's Mashra from this Gemara that tzaddikim have a shmira for all things that Rav was protected not to put a yid that doesn't deserve to be put into cheirim into cheirim we speak at all the time it says that the only time you have the shmira of that's only when it comes to midi when it comes to 
eating related averis. We spoke out from Abruvim Ragolus who said, Loi, and Yuuna Vatsada Kalovin is Rashatevis Yoichal. Loi, that's the Loi. Yuuna Vatsada Kalovin is Yoichal. And it's based on Shitas Taisvis, Shitas Rabbeinu Tam. That the only time there's a real Shmira is when it comes to Nyan Yachilo. But on some level, of course, there's a Shmira for all things. And that's what Shmuel told Rav. You see, you were protected. And Kari Rav led the Shmuel. And Rav told Shmuel, Shmuel, I appreciate what you're saying, but I'll tell you the Pasik that I would quote for what happened. The Chua Veroiv Yoyet. Meaning, what I did was the intelligent thing. I had a have a minute to put him into Cheir, but instead of doing it by myself, I said, let me consult with my Chavrusa, with my Chavr Shmuel. So I went to you, and you gave me another opinion, and it was Tevin Ashnai ben Echad, and between the two of us, we were able to figure out what the right thing to do was. So Shmuel's take on it was, Amoythis, Rav's take on it was, no, this was just the results of making a very wise decision. And that is, instead of just acting unilaterally, I listen to another opinion, and Vachua and the Yeshua comes, if a person has someone that he can discuss things with, very often that can bring the Yeshua. Time, let's talk to Gemara Bryce. Omer Rebbe. Rebbe said, Maisa, there was a story of the two people, these people, they were setting up nets in the Yardin, in the Jordan River. They wanted to trap and they wanted to catch fish. Now one of these people went underwater, like a scuba diver, and he ended up in a mechila shell dogim. So the fish had created a tunnel where they would spazir. So this person got stuck in this mechila shell dogim. Obviously, it was a very large mechila, and that's where he was. Now, in the meantime, his friend, this other uh, fisherman, is looking for his compadre, and he can't find him. He waited, he waited, the sun set, and he didn't see the Pischa and he didn't see the person, and as a result, he assumed he wasn't alive. He waited so long until for sure the person could not have been alive. And he went and he notified his family. The next morning, the person who was stuck in the Mechila Shaldagin was able to see the Hikr Pischa Shamachila. Why? Because the sun rose and all of a sudden it was light. So he knew exactly where he was. Uba, so he comes home. Umatza, when he walks into his house, he found there was a Hespid God of the They were being masked him. Oh, my Rebbe, the Rebbe said, You see from here the power of Divrei Chacham. And here you see a living example of a person who had seemingly drowned. In Ma'im Shein Lam Saif, yet he was alive. So he said, Kam Gedolim Divrei Chacham. And the Chachamim said, Ma'im Shein Lam Saif, Ishtay Asura. And people apparently would sometimes scoff al Divrei Chachamim. Really? How's it possible? So Rebbe said, Kam Gedolim Divrei Chachamim. You see from here that this person was able to make it out alive. So the Gemara asks an obvious question. How did this person make it out of the Ma'im Shein Lam Saif? He was living in a Mechila Shaldagim. Ihach, if that's the case, Ma'im Shein Lam Saif, Nami, Leichash, Mechila Shaldagim. Why can't there be a Mechila Shaldagim in Ma'im Shein Lam Saif? Ma'im she'en lam soif is unique in that you can't see all the sides of the mind, which means that maybe the person emerged alive on the other side of the water. You can't see because it's such a large body of water. Ma'im she'en lam soif, you stand, you're raya, b'chol stadav, so that concern is not a concern. But if you tell me that maybe the person's alive because he's living in a mechila sheldogin, so why is the halacha only ma'im she'en lam soif, ishtay asura, ma'im she'esh lam soif, the halacha should also be ishtay asura. So the Gemara says, the ma'im she'esh lam soif, mechila sheldogin lo ishchicha. The Metzius says that it's not shchiach for there to be a mechila sheldogin in ma'im she'esh lam soif. Larger bodies of water have these mechila sheldogin. As a result, that chashash of mechila sheldogin is also not a chashash in the event that it's a ma'im she'esh lam soif. Amr Rav Ashi. Rav Ashi said, this halacha may sound familiar. Hada, Amr Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi,
This the Chazal said that my Mishnah the Mesayif Tavach is his wife is also Hanim Midah Inish Da'amah. That's true for a regular person. When it comes to a Tzuber Rabbanon, why? Because Ida Salik. Because if the person emerged, Kaliyisle, there would be a Kal. Right? Sounds familiar. Heter is part one, part two, right? This is something we spoke about a few times. But the Gemara says, V'loyhi, Loishna inish ta'alma, V'loishna tzubim irabonon, It's nish demis. The halacha, Maim shein lem soif, doesn't discriminate between an inish ta'alma or between a tzubim irabonon. What's the halacha? The evidence, be the evidence, if the person got married, he could stay married, or b'lechatchilu, l'lechatchilu, to go ahead and get married, that you won't be able to do. Frey toises, what about the rives? Like toises, you don't go bust the rives. It's mashu from toises, then you don't even go bust the two rives. And that's all the raid that we've already spoken about. Incidentally, you see from this last Gemara, something also that we've spoken out before, but it's just worth highlighting for a second, and that is, it's very, very clear that the halach of mayim she'en lam soif, ishtay asura, is only a din l'chatchilu. But b'diyeved, if the person would get married, it would be okay, right? What's the Gemara's maskan of Elohi? Diyeved in lechatchil Eloi. So it's clear that b'diyeved, even in inishta alma that gets married b'mayim she'en lam soif, the is ishtoi is going to be able to stay married. So lechatchil you can't get married b'mayim she'en lam soif, but b'diyeved if you get married you're allowed to stay married. And the Rishonim say that you see from this Gemara that this idea that we're machmer b'mayim she'en lam soif is really a chumr de rabbanon. Because if it was a din raisa that we're machmer, then how could it be that b'diyeved you're allowed to stay married? The Torah says it's a din de rabbanon, and the rabbanon said it's only on lechatchil, but it's not going to be on b'diyeved. Which means that all the lumdis that we've spoke at in the raid bites as it relates to why it is we're machmer b'mayim she'en lam soif, they all need to be taken with a grain of salt because you see that all those svaras they're very very compelling svaras but they're only svaras on a dirabona level because midday rice so we actually are soimichan right midday rice and we assume that if a person was drowning b'mayim shein lem soif the halach is that ishtoi is going to be muteris it's only midirabona that ishtoi is asura that's one thing that's worth mentioning another thing that's worth mentioning is is that a few times in the Gemara that we just learned, the Mishnah and the Gemara mentioned that the person that was seen drowning in this body of water, it was Vishahu Nafsham. The person was underwater long enough, Nafsham. And this is something that is Halachalamaisa, that the only time we even assume that a person was quote unquote drowning in Maim Shenglam Saif is if he was underwater enough, Kideshate Nafsham. But if somebody saw someone fall into a body of water. But he didn't see him in that body of water long enough for it to be or for that matter as well. So then already it's posh you wouldn't be able to be made. And this is an idea that features very prominently in the Aguna Chuvas that were written by the G'dayli Yisrael. That the only time there's even a halach of where maybe we could be matter with other coolers, but it's only if it was show So the eight would have to say that I didn't just see the person fall into the water, but I saw and I watched at Obviously, it's a shear that needs to be defined, and the person did not emerge from the body of water. That last piece, very often in the testimony that was given to Dayanim, who were presiding over such shilas, was lacking because. A person might say, oh, there was a shipwreck and somebody went overboard and I just swam to safety and I, this person never emerged. So there's no way that he made it out alive. But did you actually see this person underwater long enough? He's not sure. Well, that knocks out this halacha. Because in order for this halacha to play out, it would have to be the show. Either way, the Gemara now is going to tell more stories as it relates to this idea that Maim Sheinlam Soif, Ishtoyasur. Zakti Gemara Tanya Bryce. Amra Begam Leel. Rabbi Gamliel 
said, Pamachas. He said, I was once traveling on a, a ship. And I saw another ship that had broken. And I was very, very in pain. Because it was a Tamil Chochem that was on that Svina. And that Tamil Chochem was drowning. And I said, That the world is going to lose this Tamil Chochem. And he said, did Rabbi Gamliel, you want to know who that Talmud Chacham was? Rabbi Akiva. It was Rabbi Akiva. And I was very impatient. At least Rabbi Abasha, when I came to dry land, Bavi Yosha, but on the funny Balacha. This Rabbi Akiva, who I had just seen drowning, came and he asked me a Shiloh learning. I told him, Bani, me helcha. How'd you make it out alive? I saw you drowning. Oh, my least Rabbi Akiva told him the immortal words. I was drowning. But then, all of a sudden, the, one of the boards of this ship that had wrecked, suddenly it appeared in front of me. And I grabbed onto the dock. And every wave that came in my direction, I was able to use the daf to somehow to protect me. And that's how I made it out of life. So the Chachamim said that the takeaway from this story is that if you that if a person has Risham that are chatting with him. What he should do is he should grab onto a daf shel svino and he should just bow towards him. Meaning, he shouldn't fight him. But to the contrary, he should just try to maneuver the waves. said, I said at that time, how great, how precious are the And why was it? Because we're assuming the unthinkable that maybe somehow the person made it out alive. This was a with none other than the great Rabbi Akiva who through a daf shel svino was able to make it out alive. Of course, this was the Gemara that Rameh Shapiro mentioned Berabim at the Knesia Gdoilo in 1923 when he introduced Afyoimi, something that we spoke out when we learned Brachas Dabez in the beginning of the 14th Machser, and it's something that Hashem will talk a lot about tomorrow. Tanya. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva said, I was once again on a Sfina, and I saw another Sfina that was drowning. So this is Rabbi Akiva now who sees another Talmud Chacham that's drowning. Who was that Talmud Chacham? Rameir. It was a Tanya Rameir. At least in the Medina's Kaputke. When I came to Kaputke, all of a sudden, he was in front of me. I told him, Beneath my son, who brought you back to life? I saw you drowning. He told him, A wave came and it threw me to another wave. And then that wave threw me to another wave. Until finally I was thrown onto dry land. Rabbi Akiva said, I said at that time, If somebody fell into a guva rais, he fell into a lion's den. You can't say that the person died. Why? Maybe he made it out alive. Maybe the lion wasn't hungry. Maybe somehow he was able to negotiate his way out of the situation. If, however, a person would fall into a pit that's filled with snakes and scorpions, then for sure we assume the person died. No, no. It's over. Says the Gemara, he said, Even if he found to a pit that was filled with the Chashem you still can't say, Hey, that's why. Because we're concerned that maybe this person's a Chavar. Rashi says, He knows how to recite incantations. So he knows how to manipulate these Nechashim Vakravim. And maybe by doing that, he can make him, he can get out a lot. Incidentally, there's Halachim Shulchan Aruch in Arachim Simen Shin Chav Ches and Hilcha Shabbos where the Mechaber discusses if a person 
that knows how to be loichesh, lechashem. Could he be loichesh lechashem for a nachash or some other animal on Shabbos? Or is that considered tzad? So apparently this skill of knowing how to be loichesh lechashem, what it would do is it would stop the, the animal in its tracks and it wouldn't be able to move, which really is tzad. So tzalach and shulchanach, is that yet tzad or not tzad? And really, this halach is a sifkan of a much larger discussion, and that is if someone does an iser Torah, but he does it not ba'ifen tivi, he does it ba'ifen skuli, is that considered an iser, or is that not considered an iser? A lot of different ramifications. This is one of the places that this comes up. But either way, so according to Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseri, even if a person fell into a chafira that's malay and a chashim akravim, you can't be made. Why? Because again, we always think the unthinkable. Maybe this person's a chaver and he made it out a lot. Now, the Tana Kama that argues, Tana Kama says if this person fell into the Gavarayas, then Amy Eden Olav. But in a chashim akravim, then for sure he died. Why? Maybe he's a chaver. I mean, you're assuming the person made it out alive from the lion's den, which is not like. Likely. So why can't you assume this as well? So the Gemara says no, because this is different. Agav itzitzo maskile. Because and if a person falls into a pit when the chashem akravim, assuming that it's very stuffy inside that pit, inevitably he's going to be standing on top of some of the chashem akravim. They're going to get the better of him, and these lachishes that sometimes work in that situation, it's not going to work. If a person fell into a kifshan ha'esh, he literally fell into a furnace. Me'idin all you can be made that he died. So even if the eight didn't see him die, but if he saw him fall into a kifshan ha'esh, then you know for sure he died. The Rishonim speak out. It's talking about where the kifshan ha'esh was in a pit, for example. Example. So he would have to climb out. But let's say a person just falls into a, a fire, but he could walk right out of the fire, then this halacha wouldn't be true. Let's say a person fell into a vat that was filled with wine and oil that was on top of a fire, set as a fire. On top of the fire, there's a large pot. Inside the pot, there's wine and there's oil that's, that's bubbling and that's boiling. A person now fell into this Yoira, that's way yain v'shemen, says the b'raith me'idin olav, you assume for sure the person died. V'shum rabacha amru, shel shemen me'idin olav. If he fell into oil, me'idin olav. And the reason is, because what's going to happen is, if you care to visualize this for a second, a person falls into a yoira, that's malaya shemen, so some of the shemen is now going to come out of the yoira, and it's probably going to land on the fire. So when oil lands on the fire, it's actually going to cause it to increase the fire. As a result, it's going to be a problem. However, if a person would fall into a vat of wine, there it's different because there the wine that's going to spurt out of the yoira is actually going to be mechaba, the fire. And as a result, we assume that maybe it weakened the fire and he was able to survive. They told it's true what you're saying, that the wine initially is going to maybe weaken the fire a little bit. Eventually, it's actually going to cause it to be even more inflammatory. And as a result, it doesn't matter if you fell into a yarim, a yayim, a shaman, either way, is the one who said the gross in our Mishnah. He said, Said that the halach is that not only but even is going to be asura. And he backed it up with a story. Meaning, what's the kasha on Rameir? So you could assume you could assume that one gal threw him to another gal, and he ended up making it out a lot. But if he emerged, you would see him because the definition of Maim is you could see to all four corners. So you know exactly what's going on. Rameir, however, brought a Maisa in the Mishnah to support his story. 
It was a Mike's Nishahai where a person lived underwater for three days. The Gemara told the story where there was someone that was living in a Mechila Shodagim. Now, Mechila Shodagim is like Shechiach, the Gemara said, but there is another Mahalach, and that's really where Rameir is coming from. So the Gemara says, Tanya, I'm like Rameir. Chaman told Rameir, Rameir, I hear your story. There was a person that lived underwater for three years, and no one's denying that story. However, ain't maskirin maisenisen. You can't bring rayas from a miracle. That was a miracle. And you can't bring rayas from a miracle. Rameir, by the way, was Rameir Balhanes. But they told him, Rameir Balhanes, ain't maskirin maisenisen. This was a miracle, and you can't prove anything from a story. The Gemara says, my maisenisen. Why was it a miracle? Meaning, why are you assuming for sure it was a miracle? Right, just to clarify the cash a little bit. Rameir is saying, oh, you see that it's possible for a person to live underwater for three days. They said, no, 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 that was a moifus. I didn't know it was a moifus. Maybe it's possible to live, under three day, live underwater for three days. No, we know it's a moifus because even if it's possible to live underwater for three days, but there's something else that must have happened inevitably, and that for sure is a moifus, and that we can't even debate. What aspect of it for sure was a moifus? Maybe the fact that the person didn't eat or drink. I mean, he was underwater for three days, so he was like, but the Pasuk says, you see from Esther, that by the Maisa of the Gzeira of Purim, so Tainus Esther originally was for three days. So you see that for three days they didn't eat, they didn't drink. So it's possible for a person not to eat or drink for three days. So the fact that the person survived without eating or drinking for three days, that in and of itself is not proof that a miracle took place. Maybe the miracle was that he didn't sleep because the assumption is if he's underwater somehow, there's no way he's sleeping. The person makes a shul that I'm not going to sleep for three days. We give him Malkis. Why do we give him Malkis? Because for sure, we assume that he made a shvuas shav because it's impossible for a person to go three days without sleeping. And the assumption is that this person couldn't have slept, right? If he would sleep, he probably would have let go and it would have been over. So we're assuming that he for sure didn't sleep, right? By the way, that person that makes the shvuah shalayishin, let him go to sleep because it's anyways not a shvuah. But the Gemara said, Rameir, my time. What's Takab Shana Rameir? Omer of Kahana explained Rameir. He said, Kifen al Kifen Hava. Maybe the Maisa was where there were some arches. And you have to know what the Matthias was, and that's how he was able to sleep. Rabbanon, the Sheshava, the Rabbanon said, it's true that there were arches in that river, but they were made of marble, and because that they were made of marble, the person would not have been able to lean on it to fall asleep. For a mayor, you have to Mr. Kanai port a little bit, he would have been able to sleep. Again, it's a Shaila and what the Matthias was, but the bottom line is the Chacham told Rameir, you saw it. They said, hey, Maskir, my city, don't bring me Rias from this Maisa that you just told, because this Maisa that you just told was Maisa Nisan. Just one interesting thing. And that is, it's mashma from our Gemara that Esther, who made her Tainus, what we know today as Tainus Esther, and the Tainus was for three days, the Tainus was three days Ritzufas, right? And that's really what the Pasuk says. Don't eat and don't drink three days. But it sounds like that the Tainus was for three days Ritzufas. Where do you see that from the Gemara? Because the Gemara is proving from Tainus Esther that a person can go three days, three full days without eating. This person's on the water for three days. The assumption is he wasn't able to eat or drink. Now, maybe he was able to swallow the water, but we're assuming now that he can't eat a drink for three days. You see from Esther's tainus that a person can go three days without eating or drinking. Must be, the Gemara held, that tainus Esther was three days retufus below 
on this Gemara says that although as I state in Gemara, but there's a medrash that says not that way. The medrash says, "Quote: How is it possible that they were able to go three days and they didn't die? It must be they were mafsik meaning it wasn't three days ritzufas. It was three days of tanesim, but it wasn't three days ritzufas. So said Arachlaner, it seemed to be a machloikis in Chazal." Medrashim Chalukais. The Gemara in Yavamas Kuf Chafalaf on the base talk about, talked away, teaches us that the Tainus Esther was three days of Ritzufis. They didn't even come up for breath. Whereas in the Medrash, it's a Yalkit, says the Arachlaner, it's Mavur that they actually were Mavsik. Says the Arachlaner, a very Gishmakara. He says that Lefi this Medrash, we could be Miyashiv Akasha, that he saw in the Sefer Yaris Dvash from the Rebbe of Yonason. From Yonis and Ibishitz, from Yonis and Ibishitz asks that the Gemara says, it says in the Megillah, Vayavar Mordechai. And Chazal asks, what does it mean, Vayavar Mordechai? So one shot in the Gemara is, Shehevri Yom Rishon Shal Pesach, that he was Mavri Yom Rishon Shal Pesach. When we know Mesachtas Megillah, we spoke out an epic raid bite from Rabruve Margolis, which was on the other shot of the Gemara. What does it mean, Vayavar Mordechai? Arkuma de Maya. There was a body of water that he crossed over, and he said, based on archaeological finds, there was Shushan and Shushan Habira, Ayin Shah. But Vayavar Mordechai, one Pshat on the Gemara, it's Rab's Pshat is, Shehever Yoim Rishon shall Pesach Betainus. That Yoim Rishon shall Pesach, the first day of Pesach, they fasted, which was really Yontif. And on Yontif, you're not supposed to fast. What's the Cheshman? Because we know that the three Tanesim that the Yidden fasted during the Purim story was Yodalid, it was Tezvav. And it was Tez Zion Nisan. So if one of the three days is Tez Vav Nisan, so that means Hever Yoim Rishon Shal Pesach Betainus, which is a violation of the mitzvah of Simchas Yontif. It's Yontif. So how could you fast? The Terence is Vayavar Mordechai. It was a Rasha, and they violated all. Frank, Rabbi Yonisan why didn't the Gemara say better? Why didn't Rav say, not just Hever Yoim Rishon Shal Pesach Betainus? What he should have said was, he was Mavra on the mitzvah of Matzah. There's a chiv day raisa to eat matzah, a be'er of toichel matzahs. And that's supposed to be the first night of Yontif. Sehever yoim rishon betainis. Sounds like we're stelling zechem the mitzvah of Simchas Yontif. I would have said better, said Rabbi Yonis and Ibishetz. He was mevantel the mitzvah of Achilles Pesach. Zokt, the orchlaner, yesh loimar, that rav in the Gemara Masachtas Megillah held like the yalkit, that says that even though they fasted three days, but they didn't fast three complete days, but rather a little bit they came up, so it could be the night of Tezvah, they actually ate matzah. Narvas, they fasted the next day, and that's something you're not allowed to do, because at the end of the day, you're not allowed to fast on Yontif. So you're being mevat to all the students that you're supposed to eat, but they didn't fast three days ritzufas. If they fasted three days ritzufas, then anachanami, it's akasha. But maybe they didn't fast three days ritzufas, and because they didn't fast three days ritzufas, like the Yalki, that would be the territory of and Abishit's kasha. But then the Arachlanes has some very gishmakazach. He says that maybe you can be of the kasha, even according to our Gemara, which says that he fasted three days ritzufas. And that is based on the Gemara Masachtas Yuma, the Ein Kan Mekoyme Laharech, that says that what's the shear? How much is a person not allowed to eat on Yom Kippur? Midday Raisa. So, disregarding the sugi of Chatsi Shir Asim and Atayra. But what's the Shir Day Raisa? How much is a person not allowed to eat? So, the Shir on Yom Kippur is Bikoiseves. And the reason is because it doesn't say in the Torah that you're not allowed to eat on Yom Kippur. It says, Vinisim Asaf Shaysechim. You have to be in a state of Inoy. So, the Shir Inoy is always Bikoiseves. Bikoiseves Hagasa. But Dalokh is, the Shir is always Bikoiseves. What's the Shir of how much a person would have to eat? 
matzah, in order to be mekayim the mitzvah of be'er of teichel matzahs, it's a kezayis. So he says, not a kasha. Maybe they ate a kezayis, but they didn't eat the kezayis. They ate the kezayis, so they were able to be mekayim the mitzvah of achilas matzah. But at the same time, they didn't eat the kezayis. So like this, they weren't over on the tainus of Esther. Aye, so what does the Gemara mean when it says that they were mevatol simchas yontif? He said, because what's the shir of simchas yontif? That's also something we've spoken about in the past. The shir suda is bekebeya. A beya is bigger than a kaisendus. Half of the fellas. Dr. Arachlaner tucked away here in the end of Mesechtis Yavamis. Very beautiful. He says they were mevatol matzah because the shir matzah is bekezayis. They were able to eat a kezayis. What couldn't they eat? They couldn't eat a kaisendus. If they couldn't eat a kaisendus, so then they weren't able to eat the suda. And that's why, what were they maver? The only thing that we mentioned that they were maver was they were maver. Yom Rishon shall Pesach. They were mevatol the mitzvah of Simchas Yantiv. Dr. Gemara Vaita, another classic. Tanur Rabbanon. Maitzid was a story bebita shal nechunyachayfashichin with the daughter of nechunya. Who was Chayfer Shechem? So Rashi says, "What does it mean?" He used to dig ditches. He would do it for the Oile Regalim. Because of the ditches that he dug, water would gather. It would aggregate inside these boyrois. It's like this, the Regalim and their behemoths of Pase Biros fame. We're gonna go down memory lane. It's like this, they were able to eat together with the behemoths, drink, and this was a Meirid Gazach. He was a big Askin, specifically in this Indian. And the Brayta tells a story that the daughter of this person, Nafla the Bayragada, she fell into a Bayragada. The Gemara says was Rabbi, and he went and they asked him, for the daughter of So the Gemara says, the first time they came to said they came a second time. The third time they came, Amalami told him also. Everything is okay. So they, when the girl emerged, so they asked her, and they said, How did you make it out alive? She told them, which Rashi says means an ayal, but not just any ayal. It was Eilei Shal Yitzchak, it appeared in front of me. And it was an old man. Not just any old man, but Avram Avinu, Avram Zokim Baba Yomim. Manhiga, he was leading this aisle, and he or them together were the ones that brought us out. Amrulai, Naviata, so they went and they asked from Chinidim and Daisa, you knew that she made it out alive. Tama, you a Navi? Amrulam, Lay Navi Anoichi, Veloy Ben Navi Anoichi, Ella, Dovashat, Sadik, Misasik, boy, Yikoshal, boy, Zare, I made a Cheshman. How's it possible that this Indian, with Nechun Yechai Feshichin, was such an ask and he helped so many people in this area with pits for the Oyle Regalim to help another Yid? This is something, how's it possible that his own daughter would end up dying from something that he was Isaac in with Be'amuna? It just can't be. So I'm not a Novi, but at the same time, I knew that he was gonna, she was going to have to be alive. Omar Rabba, and Rabba then told a very puzzling postscript to this story. He said, Afal Pikein, despite the fact that Nechun Yochai Veshichin's daughter came out with this Maisa Nifla, but Meis Benoi Betzama, Nechun Yochai son ended up dying out of thirst. And the reason this happened was even though the Chun Yechai was such a tzaddik, because it says, Usvivov Nisarom Oid Malamid, we learn from Hisha Kadosh Baruchu, Medaktek Im Svivov Kuchotasaira. And it was a Midasadin, and because of the Midasadin, that's why this happened. That's the Makar. Hashem is Noiral Kal Svivov, the people that are closest to him. Sometimes that's where Akadosh Baruchu is the most awesome. He's the most Noira, which means that there's a, there's a Midasadin sometimes that's 
metucha keneged the tzaddikim, and that's why the son of Nechunya Chayfer Shichin ended up dying Bekai Gavna. What's the obvious question? It's Taisus Kasha in Shas, and that is. The ratio of the story just doesn't stimulate what to say for the story. Here, Rabbi Nechun Yechayfeshichin said, here, Rabbi Nechun said, that there's no way the daughter of Nechun Yechayfeshichin is going to die because Milsa, Dovashat, Sadik, Mesazik, by Yukosha, by Zare, and then the safe of the Pasuk. Oh, it's a Midas Hadin. Kach Allah Lufani B'Machshava. But Mamanav Shach is a Svara. Yeah, a Svara, not a Svara. So all the Svarim say that the Teretz is that it's a Svara, but it only worked if the Tzadik was the one that made the Svara. So when Rab Chanina ben said, also, there was a Bechin of Tzadik, Goizav HaKadosh Baruch Hu But Enochinami, without the Tzadik actually issuing the Psag, it didn't necessarily mean that this is the way it was going to have to play out. We're going to get back to this in the rate. So we're going back to this idea that when it comes to Eidos Isha, we're very, very makele in terms of who it is we trust. And Eidachar is believed, Apostle Eidos is believed, even the Isha herself is believed. So the mission is going to continue with that. Even if somebody heard the women, that were saying, Meaning a person overheard a conversation. Heard the women, they were sitting around and they said, Oh, Ishploini, I know he died. That's enough to allow this man to get married. This woman to get married. Even if they hear children, so there's a dying, he's on his way to his Bezdin, and he overhears kids saying, Oh, we're going now to, to the Hespid or to the Kfura of Ishploini. That's enough for the dying to say, Oh, Ishploini must have died. And you allow his wife to be able to get married. When it comes to Eidos of Eidos Isha, it doesn't matter if the person had Kavanah to say this. We didn't have the person to Kavanah to say this. It's a Yid, even if he had a mind to say Eidos. If he had a mind to say Eidos, he's actually not believed. Meaning, if he has a mind to say Eidos, then we assume that maybe he has some ulterior motive, so we don't trust him. A little counterintuitive. If he doesn't have a mind to say Eidos, so then it's what we know as Masiach Lefitumai. So there's no reason to assume he had any hidden agenda. And in that instance, we are going to trust him. Says the Gemara. We mentioned that if a person would overhear Tinoikos saying, we're on our way to a Hesped or to a Kfura, that would be enough Eidos to know that this person died. Fait the Gemara, They just said that they're on their way going. Maybe they're not going to go. Maybe the kfur is going to be called off. It just doesn't seem enough that that should be okay as far as testimony goes to allow this woman to get married. Amr Abhidam Ashmul, he said, you're right, you have to tweak it a little bit. The Ka'amri, they said, We're coming back from the Hespin and from the Kfura of Ishplani. An interesting question. Maybe they had a pet grasshopper. Fasiko al and it just so happens that they named this grasshopper. The name they gave it is the name as Ishploini, some person from Shtat. The Kamri, and that's the Hespid and the Levi that they're coming back from. How do you know it's a real person? So the Gemara says the Kamri came became Rabbanon Havu Hassan, came became Saftani Havu Hassan. They're already saying which Rabbanon were there, who gave the Hespidim. Obviously, it wasn't a grasshopper. Obviously, it was a person, and that's why it's going to be a riot. So the Mishnah said that a guy is also believed when it 
comes to Eidos Isha. But he's only believed if he didn't have Kavana to say Eidos. If he had Kavana, he's not believed. If he didn't have Kavana, then he is going to be believed. So the question now from here until the end of the daf is going to be, what's the definition of Kavana Lahoyed or not Kavana Lahoyed? When we say that the person is not believed if he had Kavana, it means he had Kavana to be Mata the woman. Meaning he knows the Halacha. He knows that if he walks into Bezin and says, Ishpoy and he died, it means this woman's going to be free to get married. If you know that, and that's your kavana when you're saying edus, that's when you're not neman. But if his kavana was to say edus, but not necessarily to be matter this woman, then the edus is going to be an edus. So How do you know what his kavana was? Amr Yosef. said as follows: Very simple. If this guy walks in the bezin, he says ishpoi ni meis, ploi died. His wife is allowed to get married. Oh, so you see what his kavana was. So obviously he had kavana to be matter. Meis tam. If a person walks in the bezin and he says, oh, this man died, but he doesn't say anything. About being mad to his wife, that's an example of Nishab al Edus. Shlokish said the same thing. The only time we said we don't believe the Ivika Khalan if he was Mishab al Hatha, but if his Kamvana was to say Edus, then a do say Edus, then his Edus is going to be an Edus. Only Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Yochan said, No, it's not true. There was a story that happened by Shaya Beribi with Ishaya. Beribi Yeshaya, who was the god of Adar, Shehitris, different Gersa, Shehitris and Shmoyna Vachamish Skenim. He fought with 85 Skenim. About this point, Amalehem, he said to the 85 Skenim, exactly what you're saying, Reish Lakish. That the only time the Ivika Chavim does not believe us, he's Nishav and Lahater. But if he's Nishav and Lahater, he is going to be believed. But the 85 Skenim disagreed. Now, if 85 said one way and one says the other way, Al Zen Nemar, the Klalim Psak, Yochid Virabim, Halacha Virabim. You think? And as a result, Rabbi Yechon told Rish Lakish that even though there's a Makar to your Svara, but 85 Skenim said not that way, if that's the case, if an Ovechacham would walk into Bezdin, it doesn't matter if his Kavano was Lahater, or if his Kavano was simply Lahayid. Either way, you wouldn't be believed. Elo, so the Gemara says, Rabbi Yechonon, Mas Nisan Diktani Uba Ovid Kaychavim Em Hoyam Mishavim Ene Dusay Eidos Heichim Mishkachas. So, what is an example of where we say that an Ovid Kaychavim, if he had Kavana to say Eidos, the Eidos is if he didn't have Kavana to say Eidos, we can accept his Eidos. The Masiach Lefitumai. It's talking about where he didn't even have Kavana to say anything. It was simply Masiach Lefitumai. Kehuda have a comment also. There was a person that was walking around saying, Man Ikubechavoy, Man Ikubechavoy. Tell me, is there? Anyone here from the family of Chayvai? So somebody comes up and says, Yeah, I'm from the family of Chayvai. And he said, Shachiv Chayvai. Chayvai died. Rabbi Yosef allowed this person's wife to get married. I Meaning he wasn't saying Eidos in Bezdin. He wasn't under oath. But rather he was just walking through the streets and saying, I, There's a Yid Chayvai who I happen to have been with on a business trip and this person died. Is there any family member I'd like to notify them? Who would have become a Vazal? There was a person, a lady who did, that was walking around saying, Vaila le Farasha Zriza de Havapampadisa. Nebuch, woe is the Farasha Zariza. Rashi says he was a Gibar Chayel. He was a very strong person. And he was also a Yid. He was in Pumpadisa the Shachiv. And he died. The answer Rabbi Yosef, he tamed Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef, some say it was Rabbi. They allowed his wife to get married. Who'd have become a Vazel? Those person that was working and they were saying, Man, it could be Chasna. Who's here from the family of Chasna? Tava Chasna. Because Chasna drowned. I'm Rav Nachman. So Rav Nachman said, Who like him? I swear. Achlukavri Lachasa. That the fish must have already eaten up Chasna. Meaning, Rav Nachman accepted what he said and for sure. What he's saying happened, happened. So the Gemara said, the Rav Nachman, also the visit of Chasa's wife heard what Rav Nachman said, and she went and she got married. And nobody said a word. Everyone allowed to get married. Now, this story is a big chiddush. 
Why is it a chiddush? Because even if you want to tell me you trust a nevi kechavim b'masiach lefitumai, but what did he say? He didn't say the person died. What did he say? Tava chasa. Tava? Tava chasa means he drowned. Drowned? I thought we just went to sugya. That if it's mayim she'en lehem soif, ishte yasura. Now, maybe it was mayim she'yesh lehem soif. It was mayim she'en lehem soif. So how could Rav Nachman have sworn, and how could his, this woman have gotten married? L'chayr isn't there a problem? So, Amr Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi said, Shmami, no, you know what you see from this story? Hod, Amr Rav Bonamayin, Shem, Lamsay, Vishte Asura, but we spoke at an Amr Aleph. Hani, mili, lechatchilo. That's only lechatchilo. Avali, nosev, loyuch, nafkino, lamineh. But if you got, she got married already, she's allowed to stay married. Now let's just explain this a little bit, because this is Gishmak in light of all the raid that we've already spoken about. This guy said, Masih lefitumai tavachasa. A guy is never Masih lefitumai when it comes to these inyanim. If tavachasa, Rav tells you he probably drowned. It just so happens there's a chumra when it comes to Edesisha that we're not Tzlemechan Rav, for whatever reason. But there's a chumra when it comes to Edesisha. But it's only regarding Edesisha. But as it relates to everything else, we assume the man drowned. If we assume that the man drowned, Rav Nachman had a right to swear that the man drowned and that he's not alive. What did Rav Nachman say? He had a right to do that. The woman heard Rav Nachman shvur, said, oh, if Rav Nachman swore that's what happened, then I feel very comfortable getting married. She got married. The truth is she wasn't allowed to get married because even though Rav Nachman was allowed to swear because for that you could go basaroid, but to get married with machmer and asura. oh, but once she got married she was allowed to stay married because the whole halacha is only doing the chatchil it's not a bit of the So again, it's all coming together. Some had a different version of the story. Ansava Rav Nachman with the Rav Nachman allowed her L'Chathchilu to get married. Oh, it's very different. In the first version, Rav Nachman swore she got married B'Dieved. She's allowed to stay married. In the second version of the story, Rav Nachman was the Masada Kedushan. He allowed her to get married. Omar, he said as follows, Chosno Gavr Chosno was a Gavr Rabbi. And Isa the Solik, if he would have emerged, Kolo Yisleil Amulsa, there would have been a Kolo. What did Rav Nachman say? He said what Rav Ashi said on Ahmed Aleph in this Gersa. He said that the only time I'm ashamed of Saif Ishtay Asur is only a regular person, but a Tzorbim Rabbanon, or in Chosa's case, a Gadver Rabba, there it's going to be different. The Gemara rejected it on Ahmed Aleph. And the Gemara rejects it here in Ahmed Beis as well. So the Gemara it's not true. It's nishdemes. Loishno gavre rabo, loishno lav gavre rabo. The evidence, but the evidence would be okay. The chadchilo loy, however, the chadchilo, this would not be okay. So we'll come up for breath and speak out two ha'orois as it relates to today's daft. The first is advar agoda. The second, we'll go back to heteragunois, both short ha'aris. We're already at the point that we're making a sikum. So the Gemara told a fascinating story. This girl fell into a baragadol, and everybody was very, very concerned. So they went to the gadol adar, the davener, the tzaddik of the dar, Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa, and they told him what happened. So the first time they came to him, the Shari Shaina, he told him, Shalom, Svetzayin good. The second time, Svetzayin good. The third, third time, he said, everything is okay. V'kachava, when the girl emerged from the Bar Haggadah, which was Shalikadar Chateva, they asked her, tell me, how did you come out alive? Amr she told him, Zachar Shal Rechelem Nizdamili, V'zokain Manhigai. There was an aisle, with an old man, and they together pushed me out. So who was this Ayel, and who was this old man? Rashi says, the Zohar shal Rechelem, the Eloi shal Yitzchak. This was none other than the Ayel of Yitzchak. The Zohar in Echad Manhigoy was Avram Avin. 
If you look at the Masha and the Chdushi Agadis, this Gemara is also a Gemara Mesachtis Bava Kamadaf Nun, and you look in the Pnei Yeshua in Bava Kamadaf Nun, and the Archlaner right here in Mesachtis Yavamis, the Gdali Achreinim, they all mutch a little bit to try to understand why was it that Avram of Yino was the one that came and saved Bito Yishal Nechunya Ish Chayfe Shichin. And why was it that the Isle of Avram of Yino, Shal Yitzchak, somehow resurfaced and emerged? Ayin Sham, a lot of Beautiful different pshatim. But just one ha'ara. This is mamasha digression, but it's gishmak. And that is, Avram Avinu was able to emerge that we can understand. Because even though Avram Avinu had passed away, but tzaddikim bimisasam kruim chayim, and the fact that Avram Avinu can make an appearance to the daughter of Nechun Yechai Feshichin is nishkan grei the fact that Eloi Shal Yitzchak made an appearance, that L'chair is already a little bit of a different ha'ara. How was the Ayah alive? The Ayah was slaughtered by the Akedah. So if the Ayah was slaughtered, how did the Ayah make it out alive? Now the truth is that we know that the Ayah of Yitzchak emerged throughout Jewish history. But that's different parts of the Ayah that emerged. It's a Pirkei the Rebbe Yezim, Perek Lamed Aleph, from Chanina Ben Doisa Oymer. Ironically, that ayol, there was no part of it that went levatola. Efrei shalayil, who yisoyit shal gabim is be'ach apnimi, gidav shalayil, those are not the ten uh, harp strings of David HaMelech's kina, the oirei shalayil, that was the garthol that Alayah Novi used to wear, the karnav of the ayol. These are the shoifers. The left one was the shoifer that HaKadosh Baruch Hu used, Al-Har Sinai. The right one is bigger than the left one, and that's the one that A beautiful pirke to Rebbe Yezeb. But this is all describing the different body parts that were remaining from the ayol after the ayol had already had been killed. Over here it sounds a little bit like Zohar Shalom, that there was a real ayol that came, and this ayol was somehow instrumental together with none other than Avram Avinu to save the daughter of Nuchun Yechai Fashichin. So I'm not really sure what the answer is, but me Indian le Indian but Isa Indian. It's interesting that this ayol, the ayol Shal Avram, we know defied Teva. How do we know that? Because the Mishnah says in Pirkei Avis that there were 10 things that were created Erev Shabbos Ben Hashmoshes. One of the ten things was Eloi Shal Avram Avinu, which means that the Ayol of Avram Avinu was created literally on the sixth day of creation. Now, there's Machlokis Rishon and what that means. Some say that it doesn't mean that the actual Ayol was created on that day. What it means is it was already the Gzeira that one day this Ayol would be around. But there are others that say, Rabbi Yaakov Emden and Islach Shemayim and others, that are Mefarish, Kipshutai, no, Eloi Shal Avram Avinu was created on Erev Shabbos, Bein Hashmoshes, that very, very first week of creation. Yet, Avram Avinu took this isle and he brought it as a carbon 2,000 or so years later. So it's clear that this isle defied nature because it was around for 2,000 years, which is something that Alpidar Hateva couldn't be possible. So already you see this isle is not a regular isle because this isle was able to live for 2,000 years. No, if it was able to live 2,000 years, maybe that's the terrace. It was able to reemerge. But I'll tell you a Dover Nifla that I saw recently in the Magadim Chadashim from Agoyen Hagadol Rabdavid Yoyo Weishlita. And that is, he said that there's another 
animal that you find in Jewish history that somehow defined Teva. That it was able to make it, and it was able to drezech, and it was around for a very, very long time. And that's also based on a Pirkut Rebel Yezer. It's also on Perik Lamed Aleph. The context over there is the Akedah. And the Posik says, Vayashkim Avram Baboiker, Vayachvosh Es Chamoiroi. So the Posik says, The Chamor that Avram Avinu rode to go to the Akedah, it's the Chamar that's the son of the Osoin that was created Ben Hashmoshes. The, the Mishnah, that same Mishnah, Pirkei Ovis says, Asorud Varim Nivru Be'er of Shabbos Ben Hashmoshes, Ve'eluheim, Pia Oretz, Pia Be'er, Upi Ha'osoin. There was an Osoin, a donkey, a female donkey, that was also created Ben Hashmoshes. The Chamar that Avram Avinu rode was the son of of the Osoin that was created by Nashmashas. Shenema Vayashkem Avram Baboike Vayachvish Es Chamor. Who a Chamor Sherach of all of Moshe Bavayel Mitzrayim? This was also the Chamor that Moshe Rabbeinu rode into Mitzrayim. Shenema Vayikach Moshe Es Ishtev Es Bonav Goimer. Who a Chamor Shaosid Ben David Lurkav Alav. And this is also the Chamor that Mashiach Ben David's going to ride. Shenema Gili Moid Basiyon Hari Bas Yerushalayim. He named Malkech Yovay Loch Tzadik Venoishahu Oni Veroichev Al Chamor Val Ayer Ben Asoynos. Mashiach is an Oni Veroichev Al Chamor, and what's that Chamor? It's the same Chamor that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote into Mitzrayim, and it's the Chamor that Avram Avinu wrote to the Akeda, and it's the son of the Osoim that was Nivreis Bein Hashmoshes. But the bottom line is, is you see here there was a Chamor that also was able to define nature, that was able to be around for such a long time. The same Chamor that Avram Avinu wrote to the Akedah, is the Chamor that Moshe Rabbeinu rides into Mitzrayim, and it's the Chamor of Oni, Erev Nida Yuvomis, it's the same exact Chamor. So how is it possible? So you have two animals that somehow defined physics. You have the Eloi Shal Yitzchak, that's by the way appearing in our Gemara, and then you have this Chamor. So how is it possible? So David Yoel said a dover nifla adlamoy. He said that yesh loyma. Maybe the pshat is like this. The pshat is that we know that before Adam and Chava ate from the Eitz there wasn't supposed to be any misa in the world. A person was supposed to live forever. What happened? Adam and Chava ate from the Eitz and as a result, there were clovis that descended to the world, and the most notable clover was there would be misa. People wouldn't live forever anymore. People would now die. It came about as a result of the fact that Adam and Chava ate from the Eitz So here's the question. Adam ate from the Eitz So all men should die. Chavit ate from the Eitz All women should die. The Nachash maybe ate from the Eitz So all the Nachashim should die. But what about all the other animals? Why do they die? Mechtesa. Because Adam ate from the Eitz and Misa came to the world, even to those behemoths and Chayas. But the truth is it's a metrish. It's a bracious rabbi. It's Yud Tese. The Bracious Rabbi says as follows. After Adam and Chava ate from the Eitzadas, here's the rest of the story. Hechilo esa behemo vesachayo vesaoifes. Started feeding all the behemoths, the chayas, and the oifes. Hakol shamula. Everybody listened. Chutzmi, oif echad. There was one bird that didn't eat from the Eitzadas. Ushmoi choil. And the name of this bird was choil. Hadohu dechsev. That's Pshan the Pasuk in Eiv. Chof tes yud ches. Vechachoil arbe yomim. That Chayil has gewaldige ariches yomim. Why? Because Chayil was the one oif that didn't eat from the Eitz Hadas. The reason all the animals died 
then is because they ate from the Eitzadas too. And once they ate from the Eitzadas, so it was Nigzar, them and their offspring, like Adam and Chav and their offspring, would all die. But the Xeris Misa on all the behemoths and the Chayas happened because they themselves ate from the Eitzadas. So WIY said, when did the Avera of the Eitzadas happen? It happened on Friday, the first day that other Mauritians were created. That's when they ate from the Eitzadas. The Asoinoi, the Asoin that was the parent, the mother of the Chamar that Avram Avinu wrote to the Akedah, and the Moshe Rabbeinu wrote into Mitzrayim, and that Mashiach, who's going to be Oni, Ervinid Yavamis, who's going to be Reichaval Chamar, that Chamar. Had that also had not been born at the time of the Chet of the Eitzadas. If it wasn't born at the time of the Chet of the Eitzadas, it didn't eat from the Eitzadas. Eloi Shalavram was also not born yet at the time of the Chet of the Eitzadas. How do we know that? Because Eloi Shalavram was also one of the Asaradvarim that was created by Nashmashis. So if that's the case, these two things weren't around at the time of the Eitzadas. They were like the Choyl that didn't eat from the Eitzadas. If they didn't eat from the Eitzadas, they didn't have the Xeris Misa. Everything else was an, an offspring of something that had eaten from the Eitzadas. But here you have these two creatures that were created Yeshmeayim Bein Ashmoshes. It's not the Enochal from a Hamar that was created a day earlier. No. This is a Yeshmeayim. So they never ate from the Eitzadas. If they never ate from the Eitzadas, they're Kachoyl Arbe Yomim. Kachoyl Arbe Yomim. That's why you have Eloi Shalavram Avinu was able to be Marach Yomim Vishonim. And that's why you have this Hamar that's going to be around, that's going to mamish, it's going to bring Mashiach, Oni V'Roichav Ala Hamar. And it's all, how is it possible? It's possible because they didn't eat from the Eitzadas. And because they didn't eat from the Eitzadas, it's the Kachoyl Arbe Yomim, like that Oif Choyl. That's why, Al Piderech HaTeva, they're able to be my Rechiyam Mamish Nifl.